Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds. I'm your host, Sean Chris. Riding shotgun as always. No, we're not doing that this time, man. I've got something very, very near and dear to my heart. It's a very important, very important thing that I think that people around the world need to know, especially in the U.S. But I think this is globally, too, because... This is something that people need to understand and need to take to heart. So I started a new petition on change.org. It's called Bring Back Saki Bomb because I feel like KJP is doing an awful job since she's taken over for Jen Saki. And if anyone knows, Jen Saki's my baby. And this is a big deal for me because I'm just trying to raise awareness for gingers because we're just getting destroyed out here. You know, it's like genocide, man. They want to take us out. And I feel like that was a way that they took down another great ginger. So my first goal is 100 signatures on change.org. Bring back Saki Bomb. You can go to my link tree at Van Tesla Music. It'll be the first link at the top. It's very easy to get to, so if you go to change.org and have a hard time finding it, go there. But I think this needs to be said before we start anything else, because if people aren't doing this, then I know that you want the extermination of gingers to continue. Well said, bro. Well said, man. Jeez. I didn't know it was so, I didn't know you were so, uh, had that so much on your chest, but I, I didn't know the persecution of gingers was so um, prevalent. Now that you say that, I kind of really see it. They're so. trying to wipe us out, man. Are they? Yeah. Is that why Kasaki's gone? Yes. Think, think of. So, Jean Claude Van Damme, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Jean Claude Van Damme took her out. I just think they yeah. did it in a way to make it seem like it was cool. Like, oh, we'll give you this job over at MSNBC and give you this money, but they took her out of a power position. They don't want us in power, they don't want us to have a voice. SaveTheDangers.com Yes Hashtag Change.org Go there right now Bring back Saki Bomb
Well, it's my co-host, Joe Thomas, man. Thanks for that little spiel so everybody can uh, go check it out. Get those 100 signatures. Bring back the sake bomb. Man, what's up with you, though, man? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm having a great week. Just been, uh, you know, we came off that weekend. We went to the Bigfoot convention, Bigfoot and Brews in Michigan. Got to meet some great people, some other great podcasters. Um, you got to meet uh, the Cryptids of the Corn dudes in person and Eric from Uncomfortable, who ran the whole thing. And we, and we got to see Rod Moorhead, man, who's like the, you know, next level when it comes to Bigfoot stuff. Hell, we got to hear Bigfoot on <laughs> on recordings from the 70s, which was crazy. So that was a dope time, man. We had a good time. It's always good getting out and mingling with people and connecting with people because I think that's important. I think that that part of it is what we miss a lot of times when we get behind these screens and we, you know, talk to people through, you know, social media. Uh, I think it's important to get out in person and, and connect to people. Yeah. And get that real energy, that real world energy where you feel, uh, that positivity, like you said, you can feel it through the screens, but it's only so much. It's like uh, artificial at most. But yeah, it was a great time, man. Great place too, man. The brewing uh, company was, I think it was Sisters Lake Brewing Sister Company Lake, or something like yeah. that. Man, top notch facility, a great turnout, great people that were there. Like it, it was awesome, man. Like even great food, man. I, the food was oh all over there too. Dude, like yes, <laughs> man. Did you have those uh, sliders, man? Those were so good, bro. No, they actually. It's funny because they messed up my order, but not messed it up. But someone gave me the wrong one. I, 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 got, I was getting like some pulled pork and then they gave me a brisket sandwich instead <laughs> and they're like are you alright with that I was like ah, I don't care either way man that brisket sandwich was delicious man <laughs> yeah man I had a couple of things while I was there we were there for a while so yeah we did that and then um, I had a cab was crazy the cabin that I got was right next to uh, Crippers the Corn's cabin we didn't know we knew we were in the same um, camp area, but we didn't know we we're in the same cabins next to each other. So I was kicking with them every night, man, just talking conspiracies, wild stuff. Uh, they got a wild, wild conspiracy about UFOs, man. I know they're going to drop on the confessionals with Tony. So it's going to be dope, man. They're, uh, they got a dope show. I encourage anybody to go check them out. And then also Eric from, Eric from Uncomfortable, who ran the whole event. Um, his, his, uh, show is amazing as well. Yeah, shout out to uh, Eric, too, man, for throwing on uh, a great event, man. That was really well put together. Great speakers, like I said, and just, like, good mingling, just walking through, you know, talking to people, mingling with people that we didn't know and being able to connect with new people and uh, keep building because I think that's what it's all about, right? Like, not just us going, yeah, yeah, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> it's good to go out out there and really go meet people and, uni- and unite and almost like on a united front, you know what I mean? Like, where we're like, hey, we're still here, man. And it gives everybody more uh, energy and strength, I think, to keep pushing forward with all the craziness of the world, whether it's uh, exposing propaganda or, like, Exposing what's going on with cryptids or some other level of conspiracy. I think that's the importance of all this. So, yeah, it was a great time, man. It was really, really awesome. So, shots out again to Eric. Uh, he really threw a great event. Yeah, he did, man. Real big shout out to him because he pulled it off and it ended up being really well. And I know that they invited him back for next year. They were like, for sure, you're doing the event again yeah. next year because you did a great job and you brought us, you know, monetary value, which is always important at these yeah. at these places. So. So the big news that everybody's talking about, you know, we got... Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. In the 
Lizzie's Lizzie the lizard is gone. Guys. I know. I know. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> I never thought she would go away. So I don't know if she's actually gone or they she just went back to her underground lizard home with the rest of them. Yeah, and some whole <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she so like fucking tremors and shit. You know, she's like going like <laughs> But uh uh was she already dead? Because there was a lot of like rumors for the past few years, and I mean, probably longer than that, but that she hasn't been alive, especially during the uh, whole COVID stuff, that people thought that she was gone, like she had left already. And I have a little clip right here of Boris, who's kind of like, it's pretty revealing what he says. Like, it obviously, like, I know how, I'll get into it after the clip. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I hope the House will not mind if I begin with a personal confession. A few months ago, the BBC came to see me to talk about Her Majesty the Queen, and we sat down and the cameras started rolling and they requested that I should talk about her in the past tense. And I'm afraid I simply choked up and I couldn't go on. I'm really not easily moved to tears, but I was so overcome with sadness that I had to ask them to go away. And I know that today there are countless people in this country and around the world who have experienced the same sudden access of unexpected emotion. So basically he's saying that the BBC came to him and wanted him to talk about Queen Elizabeth and kind of like, you know, and in past tense. Right. And now I will say news companies do this a lot because they want to be on the first story. Like, Hey, we want to roll that reel out. I get that. It's just kind of weird still. Like, it's like how he said it. Like, and a lot of people had already thought that she had been gone. Like people thought she died. And some people believe she either died of the, the, the Jabberwocky vaccine. Oh, I guess we could say vaccines on here for now until they. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so used to trying to bleep it out, but uh, but yeah, like they they either she died from the vaccine or some complication or maybe COVID, and they were trying just trying to cover it up, or it could have been something else. But I just thought it was a good side note to uh, hey, what's he talking about? Was BBC <laughs> like was she already dead, and they were just trying to set it all up? Who knows? I mean. Adrenochrome is only going to get you so far. So I feel like she's been on that diet for a long time. And also, like I said, man, we don't really know. She could have been gone for a long time, especially with how good deep fake is and just prosthetics and a lot of different things. It's very easy to put, especially prosthetics on somebody and just have them show up in a window and wave or be in like a, a vehicle and wave at people. Nobody's really going to know. There was a lot of talk about when she was riding around in vehicles, waving at people, uh, how that wasn't her. It was a body double anyway. And I will say this. When it comes to body doubles, man, a lot of these guys have body doubles for safety anyway. Just from a very bottom level, non-conspiracy tip, all of these guys have body doubles. Like, it's pretty normal. I mean, even in the entertainment world, guys have body doubles uh, to throw people off. Especially if they're showing up to an event or if they have a lot of heat on them or, you know, somebody's after them or, or whatever else. That's pretty common. So you could stretch this out for a long time. We don't know how long she's been gone. She could have been gone for years and years, for all we know. Because that was the big thing, because she lasted for a long time. Don't get me wrong. 
She's on a special diet, like I said earlier, so she could yeah. it could have stretched out her lifespan for sure. And she might not even be dead. There's that possibility too. So we don't know, man. We just know what they show us. I know what they wanted though was to elicit a lot of emotions, whether it was good or bad. They wanted people either like praising the fact that this quote unquote evil woman was dead, or they wanted people crying and saying that, oh, she's a great monarch and she did so much for us. It, it was pretty it was pretty coordinated though. Like they were already leaking yeah. out that she might die a few days before. And I was seeing a lot of that stuff come up and I'm like, eh, she's about to they're about to make a big production out of this. So yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing too, is like even if she died like a a couple weeks or a month before, they're gonna build this into such a spectacle. Like it, that's just how they do it. But I will say about uh, uh, when you go to your point of deep fakes, I don't know if anybody knows about this really, but uh, I don't really watch America's Got Talent. I just happened to see some, I was with family and they were watching mm-hmm. it and I just tripped out. Like there's a new, there's a set a group on there that's doing deep fakes. They're, really? They're, they're, their thing is, I miss this. yes, they're doing, yeah, they had like uh, Elvis uh, with Simon Cowell and like uh, the other judges like up on stage, and it's it's nuts, bro. Like, and and it's phenomenal. Like, but like it's kind of just telling me like they're really getting everybody used to this whole deep fake technology because that's that's for the modern, uh, uh, not modern, but like uh, the average like you know watcher, the viewer mm-hmm. is going to be tuned into something like that like i mean not saying that it's a bad show or anything it's not something not necessarily my cup of tea like i mean sure there i'm sure there's a comic every now and then i might like or something but when i saw that man i was pretty tripped out man like, right. i was like whoa that's pretty wild man the average lurker that's what you wanted to say oh yeah yeah the average lurker. yeah yeah <laughs> i love kwan brought that up man that's one of the best terms ever for anything i was anything. just gonna say copyrighted kwan yeah copyrighted <laughs> kwan, kwan dude, dude. <laughs> They'll be using that as it's going on a shirt, man. <laughs> For sure, man. Hey, Quan, you'll get a cut, I promise. <laughs> nah, no worries, man. <laughs> but now we got uh, Charles in charge, you know what I mean? King, King Charles. I don't know, bro. Like, I'm. that's dangerous. And I think that that was coordinated for a reason because he's been one of the biggest pushers for the Great Reset. And he's been one of the biggest yep. pushers for climate change. And ESG. ESG, all of it, because UK's kind of been ahead of the curve on some of that. Like a lot of people didn't know yeah. that, but like the UK, you know, that was the whole thing when we were talking uh, off air uh, with Tess about crypto, right? We were talking about XRP. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know that XRP's already been implemented as the mover of cryptocurrency in the UK. It's already been, it, yeah. it just happened almost a year ago. So a lot of these things have been implemented because they're getting ready uh, for this big change. And I think, in all honesty, I think Prince Charles has taken over because I think he's going to assert himself as an actual monarch at some point again. I think that the think kingship so. will come back. I think all the prime minister and this like quote unquote democracy they say they have, I don't think it's going to last, man. I think he and I think people will willingly give it back to him because he's going to paint a picture about he's saving the environment, how he's helping people, how that if you do these things, you're actually getting more freedom when actually you're giving it away. Yeah. Um, he's I've been watching Charles for a long time, man, and that guy is a mastermind like behind the scenes like you know and he's got oh yeah he's got people pulling his strings don't get me wrong he's still a puppet but he's smart and he knows man he's watched it 
for a long, long time. And it's not like Queen Elizabeth was really doing anything. I think it was more always him anyway. So at the end of the day, uh, it will, the monarchy, it will be a monarchy at some point, I think. I think he'll go back to, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but I, I do think that they're moving towards him being the actual king again. I think it'll, it'll happen. You know, what if you woke up some morning and there was no radio? It sounds like the beginning of a short story, you know, but uh, 1984 isn't that far away. <laughs> it's not, Yo. man. He's with that double speak. He's good on that, man. Like, that's what he does. Like, But I will say that one of the even crazier things is that, like, there was, I don't know if you saw, like, that... Uh, uh, I got a little collage of it in uh, uh, my little weekly news wrap-up thing I'm starting to try to do on uh, Instagram. And I had that guy that was like, Prince Andrew, you're disgusting. <laughs> like, you're, you're a pedo. And then, like, everybody was like, this is what I don't get about people. They were like, well, yeah, he's right, but it wasn't the right time. When the, what? Like, what do you mean, man? When are you supposed to be like, hey, later after, you know, the funeral, maybe? Like, no, man. And then we see that on television, you know, the clip everywhere where he's grabbing and groping his daughter, man. Like, that's disgusting, bro. bro. Like, it's like, whoa, but what? Like, it's mind-blowing. Let me throw this in the mix, though, man. So when it comes to, like, the pedo stuff, and, and we get into that some, I'm not trying. I, I try to do it in an educational way because it's it's. It's a thing that's dear, dear to me. I hate, but at the end of the day, I'm also oh, yeah. not trying to be like QAnons and go absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's all they talk about. Like they, there's so much more yeah. going on in the scope of things. What you have to understand with these royal bloodlines, and you know, we're not going to get into all that today, but you know how I get into deep into that stuff, and yeah. really, it goes back to these Nephilim bloodlines that they're trying to protect. So the interbreeding and the ancestral stuff is kind of expected, man, when you come into those families. Yeah. Honestly, the kids, as, as much as they've been, you know, traumatized and all that, you got to think, man, Prince Charles was also traumatized when he was a kid. You got to think before him, his mom was traumatized sure, sure. as a kid. It's been going on for centuries. They don't think of it as, as being traumatized. They think it's a part of what they're supposed to do to protect their quote-unquote God DNA. And that's what they're doing. So it, it, when you see this stuff, it doesn't shock me as much as it shocks other people because yeah. I'm like, of course. Like, why wouldn't he? And she's older now. Like, he's been doing this forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, you could tell she didn't even move. No. Like, she, she, like, it looked like, uh, uh like, uh, almost that Stockholm syndrome mm -hmm. type of, uh, hey, Stockholm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I think that, that yeah, I, I could totally see that. Like, and you see it through movies and stuff. Like, Game of Thrones is a perfect mm -hmm. example. Like, I, I think people, if you've watched that, you could see, like, that's kind of what the monarchy is. You know what I mean? The monarchs will, you know, like, they want to continue their bloodline. They feel like they're superior, that if... They have to, you know, combine their same genes because if they get rid of their genes mm -hmm. and their genetic uh, DNA that no, I could totally see that. I'm just saying when I saw that, though, I'm just like, but what I'm saying is like, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, I, I understand, like, you know, like, you know, the people on the far right, like which everybody should be discussing. Oh, absolutely. It, which I totally get. And, and, and I know you that's what you feel, too. But what I'm saying is like, it's it's wild that nobody really brings it up as far as oh, like yeah. legacy media. Legacy media legacy never media. will. They just won't because it's no. They're paid by these people and they're controlled by these people. That's a big, 
big part of it. And what sucks is, man, the far right are the only people screaming it out. And what it does, yeah. it makes the far right and makes everybody else like you and me look stupid. Because if we bring it up, nobody else is talking about it. Like, oh, yeah, you're a QAnon, like whatever. So, yeah, you know, yeah, as no, soon man. as that happens, that's why I hate really going the pedo route, like, as much as I'd like to. Because yeah, yeah. I don't want to be associated with that crowd and i'm not listen man i'm not saying that crowd's like bad people at all i get sure. that right there's a lot of good there's people. a lot yeah, of good a lot, lot of them are people. my friends so like i don't have an issue yeah. with someone being an anon or whatever i i think you're brainwashed i'll be completely honest with you i think you're you, you're psyops i think you are i think you refuse to see that fact i think you look at a literal man trump is your god and you idolize him you shouldn't idolize any man that, that should not be something that we do but you do and you refuse to see anything that's against that narrative even though you say question everything you really don't so i'm gonna get off my soapbox now with them but <laughs> but what i'm saying is that crowd is perceived in the mainstream and i'm not saying mainstream media we know how mainstream media is i just mean in the mainstream like yeah. consciousness as being crazy so for you or me to connect with people and want them to understand this seedy side of what's going on we have to do it in a way that's palatable for people to accept and you got to give it to them in like small chunks man you just can't you can't do like QAnon's man and beat the doors down and scream oh i don't come down with a shotgun and blast you boy <laughs> like you can't do that man it just doesn't work yeah. with people that aren't awake you just can't do it well not not only that but what one of the problems is that when you say everybody is something mm -hmm. then it, it kind of dilutes everything and nobody will believe right. you so the people that are actually really these predators you know like that are preying on on, on vi boys girls like you know what i mean all the all around uh, uh you know human real human trafficking gets covered up unfortunately by not that they're doing it intentional but i'm saying when you believe every single story like oh everybody in hollywood is a a, a satanist <laughs> pedophile like you can't say that because now you've tainted the waters like everybody that now anything you say no one's gonna believe you even though it's like crying wolf, boy, uh, the boy who cried wolf. It's the same thing. So like, they're like, oh, let me guess. That person's a pedophile too. And you might be right on that one. But because you said so many other people right. that were either debunked or it kind of a weird story and, and, and the connection. And I'm not saying that there isn't these rings. There is. But I just feel like this was an intentional. It's like the left too. Like uh, they're useful idiots. Like, and, and I don't want to be like disrespectful and call them idiots. What I mean by that is they're playing the part and they're believing in they're being brainwashed into a certain scenario mm -hmm. that is they can't get out of their head they can't expand that thought it has to be exactly that thought and and, and it's on both sides and and that's where we keep getting closer and closer to is this further uh left right divide like which is so stupid to me because i always think it's ridiculous when people say are you left wing or right wing? I'm like, do you think that that in this country of over 300 million, whatever uh, the exact, because, you know, it always changes and shit like you Google it every day. The population is different. But you think that there's only two sides, right? You think with all these people, there's only a left and a right side. That's ridiculous. Wild, like, that, that's so dumb, man. Like there's no way there's too many personalities. There's too many different things. Like things cross. Like sometimes I'm, I may be a little bit conservative on the issue. I may be a little bit liberal mm -hmm. on a certain issue. Like depends on, you know what I mean? I might be progressive on a certain issue, but because we put this, you have to be this whole label. So everything they say, you got to be it. That's part of the problem. I think that's what they're trying. It's intentional, you know? And, and, and 
people that really want to help, I, I tell them, you know, just go help by like actually giving people the real information right. about, hey, don't say, hey, there, there's a big old ring. Be like, hey, there's literally kids missing every year. Eight million, like, th bro. Th this eight is million a year. Eight million <laughs> every year. Like this is something that you need. Then, you know what I mean? Like you said, feed them. It's, it can't just be like, oh, man, it's Tom Hanks. Fucking <laughs> uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was jerking off. It like, is you Tom can't, Hanks, work. though. I believe that for all of I me. do too. I'm just saying, but you, you're not good. But you gotta right. know. You gotta know when you're when you're telling somebody. Like, you can't just be saying something just to try. That to dude be right. ain't like, in Pinocchio I, I, for nothing, bro. Bro, Geppetto. Gip <laughs> hey, I, I crack up with my because my brother really likes Tom Hanks, and, and, and he gets mad when I say shit. And I was like, "Oh, Tom Hanks," and I was like, "Just so happens to be Geppetto, dude." I'm <laughs> he telling was like, you, shut the fuck up. I man. haven't watched it yet. Um, I'll watch it with my girl uh, maybe today or tomorrow. We've been talking about it, and uh, a lot of people have watched it that are you know in the awake community, and. Uh, yeah. They said it's a great film. It was put together really good, but they said, man, some of the imagery and all that, especially when you get to the island, and it's not like I'm saying anything people don't know. This is a remake yeah. of a Disney movie. So we all know about the yeah. island. We all know how they change in the donkeys, and we know why. So, But it's crazy because they said, man, the imagery is straight up just like, wow. Like they're showing you. Like it's just kind of like Monsters Inc., yeah. right? When they show the adrenochrome, yep. all, all that stuff. So it's it's pretty wild, but yeah, the Tom Hanks thing always makes you laugh. Like and as, as far as just like acting wise, that dude is phenomenal. Like he's one of the best ever, like by far. I don't even know if he's real a real person. Uh anyways, I don't know. You could be like four or five different <laughs> actors do that that guy. He's like a machine, man, for real. Like he's something else. Uh he could play anything, anytime, anywhere. Uh, I, I think there's more to it than that. We won't go into that today. But, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks is for sure, man, involved in some way. Um, whether or not yeah. the, the stuff that got put out about him was some sort of psyop to throw you off the real trail or not, um, I'm open to that idea for sure. Um, I don't believe everything I'm told. So, I, you know, I look into things and I'm like, yeah, it could be true, might not be true. But do I think he's involved in some sort of, like, you know, under underground ring of something and involved he's deep man in hollywood like we're talking like yeah. in that george clooney realm bro like you know these, oh, yeah. these dudes live on islands <laughs> so for sure yeah they, they, they yeah and, and and man why would you like my thing is too like i i mean it's tough because i i guess like you know i'm not it's easy for me to say i'm not in that position i've always just wondered like why why don't you guys just be like man that's disgusting why would anybody ever so like at least once like you know what i'm saying like just be at least that's i just feel like that's how i, I think be, they I'd have like, though sean hey. that's why they get blackballed that's why you see these guys that start no i'm saying like i'm saying like a tom hanks like for instance like you know he know he obviously knows because he's turned his mm -hmm. comments off people have said stuff i'm just saying why wouldn't you just come out and be like you oh know yeah what? You i can see think what you're what saying you yeah want. You know what I mean? You can think what you want, but that's disgusting. Like you don't have to address it just once. Just address it once because it you're so huge. I would feel like you if you just just and be like, that's disgusting that you would even connect me with this. Blah blah. blah. I just don't understand why people don't do PR that teams like, too, bro. I, they tell them not to do certain yeah, things. Yeah, I know. I, I get that too. And then like it's just, I'm just saying like that's how I would no, want it to I be. Agree. Like it. it, it then at least like you could still be guilty, but at least you would make me, at least you would trick me a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But every time I talk about Tom Hanks, my brother gets mad. And then he starts trying to talk about Bill Murray. Cause I like Bill Murray. He'd be like, oh, I heard Bill Murray was there too. I was like, Hey man, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I had a, uh, 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 
when I was coming back from Utah, we were sitting at like a Wendy's, bro. So we're having yeah. a conversation about our top comedians, right? And yeah. I won't go in everybody's top, whatever, but it was asked to me. I, I mentioned, you know, Seth Rogen. And uh, one of the guy, Ward, was like, dude, he's like so, you know, part of the system, whatever. It's like, bro, I'm not talking about that part of it. Like, I can always, I, yeah. I can say, like, somebody's talented and then not agree with, like, their stance on, like, pretty much anything sure. else so i don't just like that's the thing too man people people think that these guys in hollywood um get there because it's it's the system that got them there and it, sometimes it is sometimes they are handpicked and they're brought in but it's not always that way man some guys are just talented and then when they get to a certain level they're offered whatever and they accept it because it's like man i work very hard i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna retract every all those years that i put in slaving and toiling away yeah i'm willing to do sure. this extra or whatever to get to the next level because the way that it's presented to them too man is they're a part of something elite that no one else is a part of and your your knowledge and your higher learning is above that that's the allure with secret societies it's sure. it, that's what was my allure to get into a secret society was the fact that i was above other people i had knowledges that were above others yeah that they couldn't get and you couldn't yeah, get that couldn't so that's attain. ultimately at the end of the day the money and power is part of it but a lot of it's knowledge man esoteric knowledge that they're a privy to that other people just aren't and and that's that's a big allure for people especially if you see things in front of you that are supernatural or are esoteric that people haven't seen or you haven't seen before and you see like the proof in the pudding and you're like whoa like you know like yeah i'll be a part of that like okay like kids are involved whatever like this is i'm willing to like sacrifice whatever i need to to get that yeah, and, and and there's all different like aspects of how they get you into there. Mm-hmm. I agree with you too. I think a lot. I hate when people say like you know no one's talented. Oh, people yeah. do have talent and they do work hard. It's just that once you get to that, who knows what's happened? Like, uh, hey, when when they when they approach me, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll live stream it on uh, IG. Hey, Luminati, try to recruit me. Hey, do you, do you remember that though? Like for a while, it was like a. Uh, see, it happened to me first, like five six years ago. There was all these guys that were like inboxing people, like, hey join the illuminati man and they were like and i was just like one of them i just started playing with it because i was like this is hilarious because i, I got like hit up recently people. two months ago <laughs> two <laughs> months ago he he screenshot it and then he sent it to me uh uh through signal and he was like yo he's like this is price of bull but he's like you know I, this is what i told him i was like 90 percent, it probably is but i was like they got to reach out to you somehow. And I started joking with him because that dude's like a demonologist. Like, that dude knows everything about every demon in the world. We joke with him like, hey, if there, is there a demon with like one eyebrow? What's his name? And I swear <laughs> his mind was like racking to think is like, I think there might be one. It was, but anyway, I <laughs> joked with him. I was like, that's why they're the hunting you down, man. You know too much. They're trying to put you on their team. <laughs> Yeah, because this was before I was even had, obviously had the podcast, everything. But like, to me, what was funny about it is I messed with them. They told me like, oh man, you'll get this so much. Uh, what was it like? $250,000 immediately, <laughs> a car. Like, and I was like, really? I was like, what do I have to do? I was like, hey, no butt stuff, man. I was like, I'm down, but no butt stuff. Like, <laughs> That's funny. Do you remember the Illuminati website that you could go? I think it's still up now, but yeah, you could go yeah. there and you could submit your reason why you think that you should join. And it was a whole thing. You could go and send it in. Yeah, I and see that. it's crazy too because, man, I remember some big sites were actually talking about that place. And it's it, again, 
90 percent it's probably not but then again it could have been a filtering system where they were sitting there like this person's actually pretty talented maybe we'll reach out to him maybe it does filter to a certain area of people that are watching you never know man you just don't with this stuff sure but i would suggest uh in my opinion that everybody go check out um i'm trying to see the number which one it was i can't remember the off the top of the head episode Episode 85 with uh, Esoteric Eddie. And he really breaks down the Illuminati good, mm-hmm. man. Like, and I liked, I like, and he was talking about in that, like, where, um, what's it called? Everybody was claiming it to be something that may, maybe necessarily was not. And it started almost said like the whole St. Lucifer thing. Like, it started as something that was trying to fight, uh, the state pretty much. Cause at that point the Jesuits ran everything uh-huh. and, and the church pretty much ruled with the iron fist. So it's just weird. Like how everything goes. I mean, it's still fun to go down and it's crazy because even with all that information, we still don't fucking know. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> man. I mean, a lot of the reading that I did about the early Illuminati stuff too, it seemed like they were pretty anti-system. And then what happened was mm-hmm. uh, that it was a kind of a blending between them and the Freemasons. And then the people that were like high up in the Freemasons just kind of took it and they made it kind of like the more premier, like, Hey, this yeah. is what we're going to make it into. But it's back to that, like taking something good and turn some evil, man. We've seen it throughout history, the church, everything else, man. It, it's always been trying to be twisted. It's just something that Satan does. He likes to twist something that's good and, and manipulate it. Oh, sure. I could totally. Yeah. And, 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 and in general, like man and power, it just doesn't mix. Yep. Like, even if you just take out the equation of like any kind of paranormal or any like, uh, entities at all, like man, just like sometimes they get power and sometimes they think they're doing the right thing. Like I, I love the, I've said this many times, but I, I just do love that whole aspect of the character Thanos, right? Yeah. Cause he really believes yeah. that he's doing the right thing. Like, it's not like he's, he's like, I have to wipe out half the universe, man. It's not that I want to, I have to. Too. like and and I would think that's what's the problem with a lot of people and and either these secret societies are in positions of power in general agreed let's go with a, a little uh Biden I think this is Biden clip I want to take yeah. the most aggressive action ever 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 to confront the climate crisis and increase our energy security ever in the whole world and that's not hyperbole that's a fact that's a fact, not hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy's <laughs> Here's another fact right here. Temperature impacts on heat <laughs> temperature impacts on hate speech online. Evidence from four billion geolocated tweets from the US. <laughs> Bro, can you even get (laughs) it's fucking hilarious man they're saying that climate change that the rise in temperature is causing hate speech so if you want to stop hate speech you need to stop climate change (laughs) hey i'm gonna tell you right now the people with the hottest temperatures right now are QAnons. You know that. (laughs) Them dudes running on 105 right now, now, bro. They're about to die. Hey, I just want to hit uh, that message, uh, Joel. That's at Vantessa Music at Gmail. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> They're running hot, baby. The Menards, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, man. Hey, the, the, some of this stuff is, man. It, it, like we always say, man. It's you comical. gotta make fun of it because it. <laughs> 
it's so ridiculous sometimes. Like now they're saying scientists finally discover how air pollution can cause lung cancer and smoke and, and non-smokers. So it's not my fault because I smoke, you know. So it's not my fault you're getting secondhand smoke. It's uh it's air pollution, man. I didn't do it. Like, and then what do they, they don't even really define, like when you get in the article, they kind of like dance around what air pollution is, but they don't, um, people could read the article. I have it posted up on telegram, but there's all these weird things that they're trying to connect to climate change now. And, and we've been saying it for a long time already. And it's getting, it's going to keep getting ramped up. And like you said earlier with fucking King Chuck, you know what I mean? King cup, Chuck, like, uh, he's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely going to push on this. Oh, yeah. he, he's buddies with, uh, Klaus Schwab. He's all over the world economic forum and this ESG bullshit. And here is, uh, uh, speaking of Klaus Schwab, his right-hand man, man, uh, Yuval, whatever the fuck. I can never say this guy's name. Yuval Noah Harari. Harari. Hawaii. Hawaii. (laughs) Here, here. I've had posted this on... uh, what's it called? I posted this on uh, Instagram, but I didn't put the whole clip because, you know, uh, if you notice, we're trying to be careful on Instagram because it's not our site. So we can't just say whatever the fuck we want. So we kind of try to find creative ways uh, to give you the information there. But here's the full clip of of Harari. Many of the scenarios that I, I outlined before the pandemic, I didn't outline them as a prophecy, but just as a possibility. Maybe it will happen. It's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death. And look what it's doing to the world. So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that, um, and here I completely agree with you, Radgar, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, again, you can stop all flights. You can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that. And uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. That's it, man. Climate change lockdown. That guy's something else. He... He's straight AI, bro. I think he was the prototype. I think they were like, listen, <laughs> like we're going to create the the perfect AI. And this guy is that, bro. I think he literally links up, bro. Like when he's done like talking at these events, he goes and links right back up into the mothership, bro. Like that guy is something else. And the stuff he says, because the way he talks about it, if you ever heard him talk about like humans, yeah. like humans are different than him. He talks about like people as being different a different entity than himself. That's why I get this whole AI thing with him because he's just in this other realm of consciousness, man. But yeah, like back to what he just said, he's talking about how easy it was to get everybody to comply, to shut down planes, to keep people in their houses and how that's a good thing. How that, oh, and I love how they backtrack COVID now. All of everybody's backtracking it. Like, oh, it's not that big a deal. It's, yeah. it's 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 it was just it's like it's that dude they were even on mainstream media last week talking about it's 
probably not as bad as the flu. Like, what? Bro? Yeah, dude. And you, we're, we're getting kicked off every social media platform for saying like, hey, man, it's just the flu. It's not worse than the flu. And then people are just like, nuke. But it's because now that uh, has shifted. Also, they, they, they're shifting. I don't know if you saw this. And this was also on Apple News. I saw this pop up a few days ago. But they're calling people that haven't had COVID yet. They're calling them uh, super dodgers. So they're saying that the gene- oh, yeah. genetically, <laughs> genetically, people that haven't had COVID have some sort of weird, like, genetic pre- predisposition to never get it. They're saying, like, people that got in contact with people back in the 80s with AIDS and couldn't get AIDS, they're like, yeah, they're just yeah. genetically superior or whatever. And it's so weird, but it's almost like they're mutants. Or whatever. I'm like, bro, yeah. like, it's so crazy. Well, I think that's part of that uh, predictive programming of the eugenics, the new yeah. genetic stuff. I think they're really trying to like get that stuff into people's brains, man. Like where they're like, oh yeah, man, it's it's you have superior genes, and then once you get a couple people, because you just got to get a couple numbskulls that are like, yeah, my genes are superior, man. I'm fucking superhero, bro. For like, sure, you know man. They're trying to jump off a building <laughs> and fly that. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh great. Hey, that's gonna be uh, with a GoPro. Hey, if you're gonna do that, do a GoPro. <laughs> Like <laughs> live stream, like that's gonna really. Hey, well, knock on up. wood. I haven't yet, so I'm gonna put a GoPro on, man. And I'm gonna jump off a building <laughs> this weekend See, coming actually... up, and I'm gonna make it a big deal, and I'm gonna like <laughs> tell everybody to beat me out there. <laughs> Well, let's let's wait a month so we can really promote it. <laughs> hey, man, you're gonna have to really get it out there, man, so people know what's going on. I got it, but like, uh, I don't know, man. People just like the thing that I think I got it. I mean, the only reason I know is because I have never taken a COVID test, mm-hmm. but my brother got it, and he was the same symptoms, and he took a COVID test. So I'm like, I, I guess. But the thing that I think is crazy, and I think some of it has to do with because people want to be out of work. Like, oh. I, like I was talking to the FedEx guy, and he was like, oh, man, I was down for two weeks. I said, you're down for two weeks? Dude, I went to work. People don't realize I went, like, now, don't get me wrong. There was a good, like, I would say like 12 hour like I got home I remember I did like a, a little live with the homie uh, Bill from Woke and Baked uh, uh, podcast and I started getting like a little like cough yeah. and stuff and I woke up at like 12 1 o'clock in the morning and I was like I couldn't move man I was like man. I was like hot fell out of my bed bro but like I said I still went to work that day I, I had agree, no choice bro. Like, I know a lady <laughs> that was COVID swabbing herself like once a week to twice a week, <laughs> just hoping that would pop up positive. And I'm telling you, they're super faulty. So it did pop up positive yeah. at least 50% of the time. Man, she missed so much work, bro. Like, it get paid for it. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. But that goes yeah. back to that laziness, man, that mentality of our culture oh, yeah. that people really don't want to work, man. And I think like UBI, like all that stuff's on the way. I think they kind of proved a little bit with uh, some of the checks they were handing out during COVID. COVID. Like that was a trial run. You know, they want to see oh, if people yeah. are okay, how much they'll be okay with. You know, they also got to get down to like, okay, they got to minimize your intake. So what they're doing with climate change and all that, they got to minimize your intake. And they also got to make you comfortable with not owning anything. You know what I mean? That's the other part yeah. of it. So they're they're trying to move to that that part of it. It's it's getting easier in some countries overseas for sure because they were already in a bad position. So it's easy to move them sure. into this you know, box that they want to try to move everyone into. So, 
And I don't want to live in that uh, that Klaus Schwab box that where I have to rent those uh, AirPods. I know you did a little commercial for that, so <laughs> yeah, I encourage anyone to go by uh, social media and Instagram and check us out, man. We're dropping crazy reels all week long. Some of it's educational, some of it's funny. It's all entertainment. We try to put everything in a very entertaining format for you guys because we know that. A lot of stuff's really heavy, and we know if we do it in an entertaining format, man, it's easy to digest, and it's easier for people on the outside that don't really know this stuff to digest it, and then maybe go check it out for themselves. This isn't for us to make documentaries for you. I'm not breaking down. You got 90 seconds, and we're going to give you something cool yeah. in 90 seconds and hope that you go look for it. You know, We've done a lot of research, but we also expect other people to do it, too. We're not here to give you all the keys, and I'm not holding the keys from you either, but... We're busy people and, you know, we take a lot of time out on our own just to research things and for ourselves and for the show and everything else. Uh, What we put out on social media is to be fun, entertaining and educational at the same time and hope that you want to grow, too, because part of growing is doing the work, too, guys. It's not being lazy and expecting someone to hand feed you or spoon feed you that stuff as well. And then just let me say that, like, if you're going to come with that, like, negative energy, bro, <laughs> you'll get blocked real quick, bro. You'll get the Kimbe Matumboed. Like, don't don't <laughs> understand. You're coming down that lane, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Like, and it's not, it, it's just, I'm not, inter- we're not entertaining that shit anymore. Like, uh, none of that negative. I know some people now, I get it. There's some of these people that don't follow us that, like, somebody sends them a link and they get right. all their panties in a bunch. Like, whatever. Like, because I got one earlier that they were trying to talk some shit. I already blocked his ass because i was like i'm just not trying to like uh what you said like you know off air we were talking about like hey this is our house man and, yeah. and if you're gonna disrespect me in my house you're not gonna be in my house anymore right and i think that's just how we gotta and keep pushing goes, forward so if you if you got blocked you did something fucked right up. and it, and that goes for people <laughs> that follow us and like our stuff if you get on there putting out negative energy if you get racist if you start saying a bunch of things that, that you know that obviously it isn't productive for us growing a community of people we're not going to accept that either like i don't care if you like what we do but you're going to sit there and put some nasty stuff out there we're not about that at all like and 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 also that's just means to get eyes on you to get blocked that's what i don't understand about i know we're getting a little rant here about this but that's (laughs) that's that's what I don't understand about people on social media they want to go against the system but yet they do the most bs to get blocked really quick like you can't do that man like that's not how you get information out to people you do it in a way that's palatable you do it in a way that's entertaining and you bring people in and then that you get them to where they need to go hey like the podcast like right now where Mm -hmm. we go off and we say whatever we want to say we get you to places the music where we go off and we say whatever we want to say Social media is not that platform for us. Social media is to have fun. We're going to give you some great info. We're going to make you laugh, but it's to get you to these other places because we want you to learn, but you also have to do the work too. But again, back to the negative energy. I don't care if you like us or you don't like us. The negative energy just gets you axed because we don't want to promote that because we're building a place where people can come together of all 
all walks of life. And that's what we're creating here because that's what we think that they're trying to divide us anyway. And sadly, the conspiracy world is super divided with people that think they know everything or, you know, mm-hmm. they want to go on these rants. You know, you post something like, I knew about that two years ago. Why are you po- you're posting that? You're posting that to get likes. And it's like, bro, you got to understand, like, you may know two years ago, but the average audience, or as Quan likes to say, the average lurker, doesn't know that information. They don't know that this happened to Kobe Bryant, or they don't know that this happened at 9-11. Most people don't know that stuff, and we're trying to get the info out in a way that the quote-unquote sheep can take in the information in a way that they're like, oh, man, I never didn't think about that. Oh, that's crazy. Let me go look into that. And before you know it, you're planting those seeds and they're growing, bro. I hate conspiracy yeah. theorists that want to keep all the info to themselves and want to just constantly yeah. yap at the sheep all the time. Like, bro, you're not even trying to help them. Like, you got no room in my house. Like you said, social media. And I encourage mm-hmm. anyone else who's a content creator or anything else. If somebody's being negative, ask them. Don't think you don't have to, because if somebody was in your house talking shit, you'd kick them out. Matter of fact, they'd probably get worse than that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty uh, light. But I will say uh, to end it on a positive note, we've also been getting mad love, and we do appreciate Absolutely. your positive and great energy. Tons, that, tons. that energy builds us up, man. And 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 we've been getting a lot and a lot more. Like at first, it was kind of getting a little. I think that happens. You know, you get those little streaks of of people dissecting and being critical mm-hmm. but man lately it's been beautiful a lot of people have reached out um and just told us great things i mean even helpful things someone helped me with the, the audio on the uh saint lucifer yeah. you know like you know we, we we work jobs and stuff and someone reached out and say their name and everything because i don't want to put them on blast or anything but uh, a listener was like hey man just and not not in a jerk way just in a you're like hey really like the show but just so you know audio is kind of off and i'm like man good yeah you know? good luck they didn't know that i was i was having you know we're off we have off days and that's appreciated and and this is the good stories of people like you know a lot of people have told me how that you know like you've they appreciate your or your perspective on you know the biblical and christianity sense like i don't know if they mean me that much because i don't really talk about that <laughs> but but i think that people like that and, and i wanted to acknowledge that too because there is those little like you know annoying little prayers that that will be i'm just i just wanted to put that out there so people know like it's not hate towards you it's just that we don't want the energy but all that positive energy we're pushing you guys and that we feed off that right we're not feeding off this negativity anymore as much as we can we try to respond to the positive stuff that we see online because that's important to let you guys know that man you're feeding the the juice of the of the good train that we're trying to add carts to and you're one of those carts that we're adding to this long train yeah. that we're trying to, you know, hit everybody with in a good way. And, you know, it, it, it's encouraging for us and it should be encouraging for you, too, because you're a part of this. And we look at everybody as a part of what we're building. So it's 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 been great, man. And I know we're just going to keep building. You and I are builders. And we talk about that with, to- yeah. with Tony Merkel about c- certain people are builders. Like you build something and you're looking for the next thing to build. And we're always looking to yeah. build. And we want you guys to help us build. And we have fun with it, though, too. We're here to we're here to make you guys laugh and, and make you guys have a good time because a lot of the stuff's heavy. But if we can bring it in a way that you can have a good time with it, then it's a little bit easier. And you can wake up every day knowing that a hey, life ain't awful. It, it, it's at, yeah. it, there's so much good that's still out here. And God's given us a, a playground to play in. And we should have fun with life. 
Yeah, most definitely. And I have a new segment. I know it's a little late in the season. I know everybody's, you know, it's not summer anymore. <laughs> it's more fall, but... Here's my woke summer little segment. <laughs> I got a couple good ones for you. I thought uh, you would enjoy this for sure. You know, there's a lot of these TikTokers and uh, these TikTokers are, they're not bad. Like they're nothing this different from us, but it's just like, there's this like MO, like where they kind of act a certain way. It's just weird to me how they kind of feel like they know so much and they, they don't really give you any information. But I wanted to start off with uh, Taylor Lorenz. I know everybody uh, knows who she is. She's the one that like kind of exposed uh, who lives of TikToker and are. And uh, she's truly really trying to go hard on them. And I think it's funny what she says right here because it's like, I don't know if these people realize like what they're saying sometimes <laughs> right. when they're saying it. Like they're like, hey, I, uh, I did this. But here's a little uh, Taylor Lorenz. Okay, I don't know if media TikTok exists yet, but I have something to say. So I'm a tech reporter at the Washington Post. I cover online content creators, influencers, internet stuff and all that. And I just have this beef lately with media reporters. This is no hate to all the really great media reporters out there at the New York Times, Washington Post, elsewhere. Tons of people do great media reporting. That's not who I'm talking about. There's a certain class of media reporters that literally just sits on Twitter all day long and like looks for spicy tweets from media people and writes about it. And then they make these manufactured controversies for basically for right-wing lunatics and other media people who are the only people that read this kind of garbage. And it's just so lazy and it's just so disappointing as well. As somebody that covers the new media, aka content creators, which have 10 times more influence than a lot of legacy media brands. I just feel like if you call yourself a media reporter, you should be reporting on that stuff. Like, let's talk about how the media actually works. Instead, these people just write about the most niche media Twitter bullshit, and it drives me crazy. Like, 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 let me tell you right now how this is supposed to be done, because legacy media, unless they're the ones I like, this is how we're going to be doing it, because these right-wingers, oh my god, like, they don't know anything about social media, and all they do is create these echo chambers for these people to come, and then attack us, and then I just want to just fuck cry, and then I'm just, <laughs> And I only heard of the song in the background for Stranger Things, so everybody's putting it, like, it's like, also what I think is annoying is i'm like if you're some media like legacy media person man what the fuck's up with your audio like dude like i don't get it like i'm like it's not that much to get one of those little microphones that connect to your phone like i mean we're in 2022 <laughs> there's great technology like why are you guys so you suck like your your stories suck <laughs> your editing sucks your audio sucks <laughs> like i don't even know how people listen I to you honestly she's like got a job bro <laughs> like seriously oh, yeah. she's she got a job just on so, like what she <laughs> represents that's it like oh yeah she, yeah. she represents uh, a certain group of people who they want to promote is mainstream, what they want people to be like. And that's what she is. She's she's just mad because she hasn't been able to achieve what she wanted to achieve by squashing libs of TikTok, by squashing some of these people that are against this just ridiculous narrative. And she's not winning. She's losing. People are laughing at her. (laughs) For sure. And the the annoying part, though, is she's always doing this. Like, so she doxes libs of TikToks, basically. And then she goes, 
Hey, someone's doxing me. You can't, it doesn't like, Hey man, if I punch somebody in the face and then I'm like, they punched me in the face. Yeah. Cause you punched them in the face. Like that is what happens. Like it's cause and effect. Like I just hate how they go. I can't believe they punched me in the face. Well, don't punch people in the face and you won't get punched in the face. You can't cry wolf when you're doing the same thing, but that's what she does. It's so annoying, man. Like it's, it's funny though. It's entertaining for me, but I just think it's like, cause she's talking about all this right wing stuff. And I'm like, dude, you do the same Same exact thing, but just with left wing. wing. (laughs) I laugh at, that's what I, I, the only credence I'll give to like some of the far right wingers is they generally don't care about the other side, like doing what they do, they'll laugh at them, but they're not trying to like squash them. Where like the left wing is like literally trying to silence people from thinking differently yeah. than them. And then they get mad when people do it back. And that's the thing that's funny. They have this weird hypocrisy where it's like far right or just like dead wrong with stuff. Right. And they'll die on that grave. Yeah. Like that's how they are. You know, QAnon's, oh my God, they'll die on every grave that they have built because they will never accept that they could be wrong. But like left wingers, it's, it's the complete opposite. Like it's just hypocrisy. Like they, oh, they yeah. believe they're right and they want to stop you from thinking differently on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're right and you better think they're right too. <laughs> Well, here's another one of these fantastic uh, TikTok influencers uh, called, I guess she calls herself Mix or Coach. Oh, my God. So one of my students asked me a question the other day, and I wanted to get TikTok's opinion on it. Because, like, I've done some Googling, and I I still don't have a good response for it. So I work in Texas, right? I didn't grow up down here. I grew up way in the north. But you know how, like, the respectful thing to say to people is ma'am or sir, right? I've come out to my students. All my students know that I'm non-binary. Most of my students call me mix. Most of the staff at the schools call me mix or coach, either one. But when it comes to that, a lot of people falter when it comes to it because a lot of people will still say, yes, ma'am. And one of my students came up to me the other day and was like, mix, what do I call you? Because I don't want to say yes, ma'am, because that feels disrespectful. But if I just say yes, that also feels disrespectful. Don't mind my cat scratching in the corner. But anyways, my... Genuine question is, is there a non-binary way to say that? Because I didn't grow up saying stuff like that. That's not how I talk. Excuse me, sir. There's a young man in here. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something, bro. So the mix things like new, I actually saw this dude as well talk about he calls himself mix, right? And they're doing this whole thing. What really blow this is at the base part of it that blows my mind why are you getting on tiktok and asking people for answers oh my god like that's how they started out they're like i need to ask something to my tiktok universe because you guys are so much smarter than me everyone it's so crazy bro it's like they come up tell me what to do because i do not know what to do with my life unless you explain it to and me and they're teaching actual children oh my this god this is the crazy part bro this is nuts to me this is like also did you see the dude that's like a shop uh, a, 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 a shop teacher in Canada. So he dresses in drag at, in class with, oh my dude, God. I'm not even lying to you. And he wears these giant prosthetic tits and they're so big what? that he has to back <laughs> off from the actual shop equipment or they'll cut his tits off. 
Like literally. So like the kids in class are not, a lot of them aren't really digging it. So they take, like they're the ones taking videos and like posting it. It's insane. (laughs) But the school won't stop him because there's this whole thing about this backlash that could happen. And I mean, true Dow's made it very nice for these people to do whatever they want. So he's, he's out there literally with giant prosthetic tits, a dress on a wig in in shop class teaching kids how to chop wood bro you can't you can't even make this up but this is where we're at this is where these people somehow have leverage and power and how i don't fucking know man it's like that lady a week or two ago she got caught was it project veritas where she was uh talking about don't call them pedos we call them maps around here and made this whole thing at the kids for for not using that word i'm like bro like they should be called way worse than pedos like at this point yeah, that's a nice word if you if you really think about it man like we're we're, we're playing nice when we're saying that like that's as that's as nice as i'm gonna get you're a, pe- a pedo <laughs> like that's it that's about as it like you know it is funny though too like uh this whole switch of what they're trying to do for people like now it's like this mix i've seen that also like the terminology is changing people need to notice that and i spoke about this before many people have on other podcasts but they're changing the lgbtq uh terms in general now everything's queer yeah. like they're trying to get rid of the lesbians and the gays mm-hmm. like they, they, that's because they're fighting back and they're saying hey we don't want this map shit hey, we don't want these pedos like we're just trying to live our life and be you know what i mean we don't want people to associate us with these motherfuckers because they're they're sickos you know what i mean we're just trying to live our lives and they they did it with the gays first the gay men they gave them monkey pox they're like here's <laughs> monkey pox bitch you thought aids was bad here you go now you got monkey pox They've been attacking the lesbians for a while, you know, calling them turfs and this and that. Like, you know, like the whole oh, Harry, what's her name from uh, that wrote the Harry Potter books? Remember, they got they went heavy after her for a while. Well, yeah, because um, she said that trans trans uh, women yeah. weren't actually women. She basically came out and said that. Now, I remember Dave Chappelle came out in her defense pretty hardcore because he it went yeah. his stand ups because he was like, this is the make any sense how this woman who has achieved I mean, way more than most people would achieve, right? Billions of dollars, literally billions that she's made off this franchise. And she was homeless and like in a car homeless, I believe. Billions. And then she comes out and says this. They just like try to cancel her, bro. Harry Potter writer, you're trying to cancel. This is just next level, bro. It is just, we've given this power to idiots, pure idiots, bro. Like they have no brain cells in their head. I have a joke. I have a cat. Uh, that literally has no marbles in his head. That's what we joke about because you can look at him yeah. and see the wall behind him because it's just like this dead stare. And when yeah. I look at him, that's society right there. No marbles in your head. <laughs> no marbles in your head. No, yeah. And I think that's a, uh, it's, this is all a point to me. It's really that transhuman in its agenda mm-hmm. because I think they want everybody to be the same. Like uh, there is no gender, there is no race, there, there, there is no culture, there is no religion. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That all has to be uniform. Yeah. And that that's exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah, that androgynous thing, man. They, that transhumanism is going to... Yeah, I, I could see it really hitting hard in the next, like, 15, 20 years. I mean, they're already talking about Tamagotchi babies being, like, a pretty normal thing in 50 years. I mean, they're already creating them for Metaverse, and they still look just like you. They'll grow at a rate that a regular human does, but you don't actually have to have a kid. Bro, that's dangerous, bro. It's insane when you think about it, but this is where we're at. 
And there are a lot of people that are, are going to accept it. Also, there's a lot of people that don't think that this stuff's actually going to happen. So what they do is they sit on their laurels and don't do anything. And then they wake up one day, man, and the world's changed around them drastically. And I have friends like that where they don't think that this shit's actually going to happen. Because like, well, well, you know, when we were younger, like we also pushed back against and we were against, you know, this and that. And and we, you know, people thought we were crazy how we thought. I'm like, yeah, man. But you know what? Back then we were brainwashed, too. There, It was a constant perpetual brainwashing. You know, imagine being like. 15 to 20 back then and this stuff going on we would have thought this was insane we would have pushed back against it back then but now it's made it because they chipped away at us for so long that it's become, become acceptable we we have created a world that is acceptable for pedos to not be called pedos and be called maps and eventually and you know Tony Merkel talks about this a lot. He thinks it's going to happen sooner than I do, but he and I you know, argue about that. But he thinks there's a point very soon where you're going to see grown men or grown women walking around with little kids and they're going to be their lovers and you're going to have to accept it. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I would well, <laughs> we won't say what would really happen between <laughs> yeah. you and me. Man. We ain't trying to get new. I, I think this would be the only part where we kind of hold back a little bit because, uh, you know, there is these things called courts and laws and right. we'll, we'll let you put it in your head and, right. <laughs> out. but here's some of the indoctrination right mm-hmm. here. Uh, here's another clip. It's called daily doctor facts. It's on TikTok. I'm going to prove to you why white people... Oops, wrong one, man. Uh, I'll edit that out. (laughs) We need to talk about what's happening in Texas. The governor is trying to take away vital health care for transgender kids and labeling it as child abuse. Giving gender-affirming care to transgender children is medically necessary and supports their health and well-being. Did you know in many states you can get certain types of health care without your parents being there or ever finding out about it? It's today's Daily Doctor Facts. To figure out if you can get care sans parentals, go to your state health department website and find the laws related to teen health, consent, and confidentiality. So she's promoting that you don't need your parents' permission to do a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's crazy to me because I think like that's how they kind of change the whole thing of consent as well. Consent, parental consent, your own personal consent. And and, and they're easily going to manipulate a nine-year-old. They did that with the jab too, though. They did that with the jab too. There were a lot yep. of kids going out and getting in their parents yep. didn't want it because they were setting up shop at the schools. And they were doing a lot of things. That's why parents got super quickly involved when they figured out that they were trying to circumvent parental uh guidance and i'm gonna say this i i can't remember who said it and this was maybe a few months back um he's a pretty well-known guy but i i just can't remember off the top of my head who it was that said it yeah but the guy said you damn right i'm trying to implement how i think into my kids like when they turn 18 yeah. they do whatever the hell they want but I raise them, I put the money into them, and they're mine. So you don't have any right. It's the back to the social media thing we talked about earlier. Yep. Get out of my fucking house. I'm going to kick you out of my yeah. fucking house. Like, don't fuck with my kids. Don't, don't fuck with my family. And I think that's what a lot of people, like, drew the line in the sand of. And this is just another part of that. It's like, sure. it, it, it's, it's you can go and get these things without telling your family and they're encouraging it and they're at school encouraging it too to where you can come to school you can get your breast wraps 
You can get, they got, man, they got closets set up where these kids can go in and get clothing that's the opposite gender of them and wear it at school and then put it back in the closets before they leave so their parents don't know what they're doing. Bro, this is nuts. No, I agree. And I think we got to give them a little bit of the. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. We got to tell the government that as well. You know, get out of this is this is our kids. Like I agree 100. I'm like, and I get you know because then there's the argument where people are like, oh well, you know, kids aren't property. Well, look, look, bro, I'm deciding to put kids and make them into this world, and I'm gonna teach them what I think is best. Why would I let some other motherfucker that just thinks that he knows more than me or he's better than me and and oh I have it all figured out? Like, dude, you're you're letting some dude wear some fake tits in, in a shop class. I, no thanks, bro. I think I'll be okay. Hey, right. Sean, the best part about <laughs> most of these teachers that you see doing this crazy ass shit, they don't have fucking kids themselves. That's the best part. Oh, yeah, the worst. So you yeah, shouldn't no, that's, even hey, have any say so <laughs> in what's going 100%. on with someone else's children if you don't even know what it's like, like to raise a kid. You're a fucking idiot. And I'll say that right now. I'll say it's their fucking face, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree 100%. And this is the clip I accidentally jumped to. I jumped a little bit forward, but I wanted to play this. I probably won't play the whole thing because it's bad audio. Because most of these, that's what sucks about the whole TikTok stuff. Like, man, people's audio sucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this girl, it's like a two-minute rant. But I thought I thought this was funny because I thought you'd find this a little bit humorous. I'm going to prove to you why white people are the reason I'm fat today. <laughs> If white people didn't go looking for spices, then various sea routes to Indian subcontinent and Africa and other places of the world would. You fat bitch! <laughs> you, bro, yeah, I almost no. fell out of the chair. Like, you saw me. I almost fell out. I haven't heard that one yet. You, see, you bamboozled yeah. me on that one because I wasn't ready for that one, bro. Oh my god! Know, right? Oh my god! It goes on. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play the whole thing because I. She drags out forever, but she's saying like her body because of genesis like because white people like invaded here invaded there that her body thinks that like she's always in a famine so she has to keep eating i was like what (laughs) (laughs) but the thing that i think is funny is like i'm not saying obviously like white people europeans uh uh uh, they have conquered stuff in this world but so have other ethnicities like it's not like it's a human thing like they it's not like there's only like hey man the white people are the only one causing genocide and you're like man it's anybody in power but it's just funny when you hear the whole clip i'll have it on the show notes boats on the page so because uh white people please stop making other people fat hey (laughs) but what about the fat white people are they is it also the white people making the other fat other people fat so that they can't fight back to the people that they've caused fat of the other races <laughs> what's really crazy is and to get to that point you just said have you seen that movie that just came out the woman king that everybody's promoting right now it's about no, the no. uh whole uh dahomey it's over in africa it's like an african tribe it was basically a tribe of uh of like uh women 
uh, or, or warrior women or whatever. It's a true story, right? So uh, Larry Johnson actually posted this like earlier today, uh, which I really like a lot of stuff he does. But, um, you know, that tribe was actually, when they started their expansion in the 18th century, they actually conquered a bunch of other tribes and sold those tribes into slavery. So they were actually a part of the slave trade system that brought a lot of slaves over here. So that's a part they, of course... Hollywood left out of this story. They make it seem like these people were really cool. And yeah, in the 1700s when they kind of started, like yeah, it's it, you know, it was a, it's it's a very interesting story about women that were super powerful, right? But they conquered these other tribes, and that's what people don't understand too. In war, when you conquer someone, those people are your slaves. So that's happened in European cultures forever, too. This isn't just like a white on black thing or whatever. This is just war. Like when we talk about how white people came over to this country and suppressed the Native Americans. It's not good. I don't think war at all is good. And I don't think slavery at all is good. But again, when you think about it. It's a war tactic. It's what people do when they're trying to conquer something. It goes back to that money and power thing that you and I talked about. Like, it's not good, but it's a byproduct of war. So when you look at this tribe that did that, they left that big giant chunk out of this tribe that that literally was going around, conquered other tribes and selling them off to Europeans. Like, this is the best part, bro. Like, like that's, that's a piece of this slave story that always gets left out, bro. That always gets left out. Because it wasn't like the Europeans were just running through Africa, bro. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there were some pretty, like, heavy-duty tribes in Africa, bro. Some kings and some queens that were super powerful that the Europeans just weren't running up on, bro. They wouldn't have been able to do what they did without the consent of a lot of these tribes or these like i said these tribes had conquered other tribes to build their empire in africa and they're like yeah you can have these people man like we we conquered them they're 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 scum to us because they don't look at it as color then man it wasn't and even the europeans i don't think this was a color thing bro this was just we need workers what's the easiest way to get it done they got it done yeah they don't want to talk they don't like the whole aspect when people bring up like the Irish as slaves. They go, oh, they were more indentured servants. I'm like, they were slaves. They to were the UK. slaves, bro. Like, they, Big time. The United Kingdoms. They were, yeah. I'm fucking Irish. I know, here. bro. Like I've done the research. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they don't get that. And then like, you know, history uh, changes things. Like is there, was there as many peaceful tribes and uh, native tribes? Yes. The Comanches were not one. No. You know what I mean? At all. The Comanches were brutal. And like, and that's nothing to get. It's just like, that is human nature. There is these brutal groups within all of us. And I think that is the point of what we try to bring to people. It's not like this person's worse than this Mm -hmm. person. It's just that, hey, this can happen to any community. So we need to, the ones that don't want this brutal war and enslavement and all this bullshit need to stick together and need to have some kind of front. And guess what? Even though we don't want war at some point we may have to to defend our, our, our ourselves from not going into that route and if we lose th- then yeah they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna treat us really bad man like it's gonna yeah. not be good and I don't and care that's, what color that's you part are. of the psychological I don't care what color you are I don't care what gender you assume you know that's what people don't understand when they're fighting these stupid little battles that they're fighting man when they take over you are a slave to them 
Like you are. And that's what you, I don't care. They don't care about color, bro. Like, yeah, color has been used throughout history for sure to create deeper divides because the people in power understand that, that we wake up and we see things in black and white, you know, or, or just color. But we can see color differences, shades differences. So if they can manipulate us to control us with that, they will. And, and that's what they've done a very good job of doing. And nobody's discounting. What happened to black people in the States? Nobody's saying that that was a good thing at all. Or no one's saying that what happened to Native Americans was a good thing. We're not here to say that. What we're trying to paint you is an actual picture of what's actually gone on. Because, again, back to history's been rewritten. About eight, about eight, every 80 to 100 years, history's rewritten. We don't really know. Unless you can get a hold of books that are, you know, pre-1900s into the 1800s, 1700s, whatever, which I encourage people to do because you can still get a hold of that stuff. Dude, you can find that stuff for free online by Googling it and just finding a PDF file to read. It's so easy, but people don't do it, man. People don't want to do the research. And I encourage people to look up that tribe I just told you about. Look it up. Read about it. These They weren't great people. Like, it's an interesting story, but what you're going to see on the big screen is just Hollywood's version, man. And it's just an agenda being pushed. And for guys like Larry Johnson, who is African-American, to come out and say that, it's a huge deal because it's like, hey, you're leaving a lot out. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's what happens a lot to all this stupid predictive programming Mm -hmm. and propaganda we get. So I'm going to swing into some predictive programming, I believe, and uh, propaganda that's out there. And we're going to go back to the good old days of COVID, right? If you notice a lot of the stuff that they're changing the terminologies, like not just within the LGBT uh, stuff, but everything. So like, uh, again, this will all be in the show notes, but there's a post uh, uh, of the FDA. It said, don't be shocked. You can now recharge your immunity with an updated COVID-19 booster. <laughs> so they're using this like tech savvy type of like, uh, I think uh, with tests, you know, we had the upgrade. Get your upgrade. COVID upgrade. COVID-19 booster plus. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they're getting that like whole tech uh, uh side of it that 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 lingo there you right. go the words the lingo that that tech lingo that people are used to and i know this one is going to be hard for you to listen to right now uh we got kareem abdul uh john claude van damme <sighs> so no. I, I, I get it, it we got her talking a little bit about uh, updates. So now you're uh, COVID, you know, recharging your immunity and you want to update, you know what I mean? Just like you do on your computer. Thank you. Uh, you've been referring to this new shot as the updated COVID-19 vaccine. Can you explain a little bit more the decision to no longer be calling it just a booster? Well, we if we have to remember, we haven't seen a, a vaccine, a new vaccine since December uh, 2020. Uh, our health and medical experts made an independent determination that we now have new updated vaccine, as you just said, to fight COVID. It is the first time that we have seen this type of up- updated vaccine, like I said, since December of 2020. And if you and the message to folks that we are we're, we are providing is if you're 12 or older and it's been at least two months since you last got a shot, you should get these new updated vaccines right away. That's the doctor's advice, and they made this decision independently. But you still need to get the first original dose before you can get this shot. The FDA, this. So basically, she's talking about 
update. So I just want the whole reason highlighting that is I wanted people to see the terminology that they're using. So upgrade, recharge, uh, uh, updates, like, like you would do with all your apps. It, it, and that's how they're trying to put it all together. Like, and I'm not saying that it's, uh, some kind of agenda, <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely something that you got to be uh, on the lookout for right now. Cause I think that they're going to constantly keep changing a lot of this terminology. So people will accept it because when you go, Oh man, I'm just updating my Amazon prime. I'm just upgrading my, you know, HBO max. Like you're, you're, you're not worried about it. So like, you're like, ah, it's just an app, bro. Just like shoot me up, man. Like, and you heard a lot of these people. Like, do you remember in the early days when people were like, boosted, I'm boosted. Oh, yeah, like they were so, <laughs> oh, man, they were so crazy. I hope, it was hilarious. But I hope crazy. to God that I see them in their profile pics putting upgraded, bro. That will make my day. <laughs> just have like a little upgrade, man. I'm almost thinking about doing it myself upgrade. just to troll. Like, <laughs> yeah, just to get it going. And then I got Dr. Drew, man. Dr. Drew, I thought this was really important. He talks about a California COVID vaccine law. But I just want to explain how draconian this law is, this 2098 in the state of California. Literally, it would be the case that if you... We're about, if I was evaluating a patient, let's say you come in, you're my patient, and you come in and you say, uh, the CDC has recommended that I get this new Omicron um, vaccine, this bivalent vaccine. Uh, I'm concerned because what I'm reading suggests that it was only studied on mice. And if I say anything other than standard, um, uh, what, what would it be? Standard ship uh, empty slogans as specified by the academic and the bureaucratic structure, which would be you're over 60 years old. It's recommended that you get this booster. If I said, follow the proto, if I said, for instance, uh, you're right, it was studied on mice. Um, I'm probably going to recommend it. My patients over 65, certainly over 75. I think it's worth the risk. Uh, there is antecedent, very, very similar vaccines in influenza. And this is sort of how we do it with influenza every year. We don't test it necessarily in humans every year. So a, there's a protocol out there. But if you were 30 years old, I would say, you know, there was just a uh, study that came out in circulation last this week that suggested that in men under 40, the risk of myocarditis is five times higher from the Moderna vaccine than from COVID itself. Right there. That would qualify as misinformation, even though it's factually accurate. It's a merely me discussing what's available in the medical literature with my patient. Let's say that patient was angry for some reason. That patient could make an anonymous complaint to the state. And he or she could go home and go, you know what, mom and dad and uh, brother and sister, you guys, I'd like you to make the complaint too. Here's here's what my complaint is. Uh, why don't you modify a little bit? I heard something you said in the public the other day I didn't like either. So add that to it. Each one of those complaints would be dealt with as though a police report had been filed for a criminal action. It will require a full response with citations and will take months and months and may require hiring an attorney for each case. That is what they are doing. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, man. That's It's crazy, too, because... You know, most people walk around like COVID's over and it's still not like there's there's a level of it being over, but they're still pushing a lot of these backdoor uh, draconian, like he said, draconian laws, uh, draconian, you know, bills are being implemented that people don't see all the time, too. It's pretty wild, man. And that's that's big. And I also think, too, 
what's happening is in these places like California, New York, uh, where they're doing a lot of this really heavy, they're pushing these guys out. These guys aren't necessarily, they, they could lose their jobs, obviously, but what, what's more or less happening, they're like, I'm not dealing with this, so I'm going to go somewhere else where my practice can flourish. They'll go to Texas or Florida or some of these other places. It's almost like, I don't know, they're creating an actual divide for some sort of, I don't know, impact between two sides. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's happening. Pay-per-view. Yeah, pay-per-view. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Are you COVID versus unvaccinated? <laughs> Getting it on. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're I the totally average person doesn't really give a shit, man. It's just these people that are just so, like, on both sides, by the way, that are just so, like, cannot let it go. Like, they still have to. You got the people that are, you know, triple, quadruple boosted and upgraded to where they feel like everybody else should be that way, too, because they felt like that, well, we did the right thing, and, and, and you should be doing like us, and and, and we you, the fact that you got away with it makes me mad because I did what they told me to do. They got that, and then you got the other side that's unvaccinated, that's just absolutely wanting to stick it to those people, and they go too far, too. So you got, like, both ends of it, and Sadly, that's a smaller percentage than you think that's being, you know, shopped around for us in the media, but it will create eventually what they want. They they, they want a civil war, man. They really do, because I think that's the only way you're going to be able to tear us up is from the inside. It's not going to be from the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I want to also give a shout out to uh, uh, Tom Segura and his wife, Christina, because like they've actually like for being a com- uh, a comedy podcast, like strictly like they don't really like, yeah, they dabble and stuff. They make fun of a lot of things. They have done a lot like they talk a lot about the whole uh, wokey woke stuff. They talk a lot about like that. That is bullshit that they're calling pedos maps. Uh, and they also because the, that's what they also good friends with Dr. Drew and they have them on both of his shows. So I I think that like it's a shout out and it's nice to see like as people's testimony of like uh where i say it's not just some like you know anonymous message board guy that's waking everybody up there's just people are just getting up and going hey i'm not gonna have this shit it's because that's just in their nature and i think we're seeing more and more of it and and it's nice to see how they sprinkle it in i mean even when the whole covid thing started like uh it was they did it kind of a funny way but they had sam tripoli on uh your mom's house and like it had his face blurred out and he was like no man there's people (laughs) it was dope it was comical but it also kind of like put everything together. And I think that that, that shit's got to be applauded. I think not, it's not for everybody. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, oh man, don't you know you was on the list, man? Like, we're gonna, I don't know, bro. I really don't. I don't know if he was, but I, I like what they're doing over there. But I got some more predictive programming, I think, because I think that they're really going hard, not only on the climate change, because I think they're trying to find the bridge, right? The bridge to connect the viruses and the deadliness of all these dirty humans with the transhumanism, with the climate change. And this is kind of that bridge. So they're bringing back the old classics. So here's a commercial that was airing on a radio station. Well, podcast. Hey, neighbor, what are you doing? Hey, Carl, I'm putting screens on our doors and windows. What for? Zika. Zika. That's a flu, right? 
That's a virus that causes mild fever, rash, and red eyes. Doctors suspect it could also be responsible for microcephaly in newborns. But there's nothing to fear if you just follow some basic rules. Like what? Zika, like other diseases, is spread primarily by mosquitoes. We need to get rid of those bugs. How? Mosquitoes breed in clean and stagnant water. Garbage, too. So we have to empty, clean, and cover all open water containers weekly. Now what about containers that can't be moved or cleaned? You can fill them with sand. Huh. Hey, can my boy still play outside? Yeah, but he should wear long sleeves, pants, and use insect repellent, especially during sunrise and dusk, when mosquitoes are most likely to bite. Got it. Thanks, Paul. Anytime. Hey, Carl, what's up? Hey, Anna, I'm cleaning up to stop mosquitoes. For Zika? That's right. We all need to do our part to stop Zika. Clean up, cover up, and keep it up. This message is brought to you by the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies and UNESCO. <laughs> Here you go, For man. Zika? Zika. Oh, I know about Zika too. Zika. <laughs> oh yeah, Zika. It's back. Hey, hey, don't let me bring up like what was it two or three years ago when they unleashed all of those genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida, and they did it in mm-hmm. several places in the U.S. So we've been talking about that a lot. My girl and I have because she's been tracking that stuff for for a minute, and I'm telling you, man, there is something to that. Because they're genetically oh, yeah. modifying a lot of insects right now. Uh, bees, too, which is crazy. And we need actual bees to pollinate, man, because pollination is very important for the climate, the literal climate. Yeah. So it's odd. Well, for food and everything. everything. Like almost everything so my question it, is, yeah. all these people that are so about the climate, why are they creating all this genetically modified everything from animals, from from plants, from food to bugs that help this stuff. So then you start building that theory, like what are they really pushing us towards mm-hmm. and what do they really want us to eat to sustain ourselves? You got to start really just connecting the dots. Yeah, and they also had like, I'm not going to play this clip, but you could check it on the uh, show notes as well. Uh, New York declares state of emergency over polio to boost low vaccination rates. They're, they're, they're bringing back all like like every single thing. Like they're like polio, uh, pox, you know what I mean? Like a small pox, which they rebranded to monkey pox, which is not new, but they're pushing, you know, they're like, oh, whatever. we already said this. Remember the stupid gates where it says small pox thing. So let's just... Let's do the monkey pox one. Do the monkey pox one. You know what I mean? It, it almost reminds me of like Dr. Evil. They're like, the laser. Like, and he's like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just yelling shit out. Like, oh, no, no, forget it. The monkey pox doesn't. And, and, and it's just going back and forth. And this is my last COVID clip that I just thought. This is from NTD, New Tang Dynasty. Uh, they're, they're a pretty good outfit. I just thought this because, you know, nobody's going to play this on mainstream media. And I think that. It is something that's interesting because one thing I will say as well is like when we've talked about COVID and what it was throughout this whole little span, a lot of people talked about like the death rates as well, right? They were like, hey, well, is there excess amount of deaths? And a lot of people are noticing when you're talking about like morticians and stuff like that, they're seeing a lot more deaths. Uh, man, I'm seeing it like that dude from the World Health Organization. Des. <laughs> Des. Des. <laughs> man, I'm getting turned into one of them. <laughs> no, um, they, <laughs> they, they've been Chris. saying there's all- <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What's it called? Uh, uh, they've been saying that there is way more deaths. See, now I can't stop saying it. There, there's way more bodies being piled up uh, from 2020 and 2022. I mean, 2021. Than 2020, like the comparison is right. crazy. Like, and it, a lot of us believe that it may be. And when I'm saying, like, don't get me wrong, I have loved ones that have took the uh, jab 
into their lives. You know, they've accepted <laughs> the vaccine into their lives. That that's their own personal decision. That's their bear to cross, their cross to bear. But I don't believe that everybody's just going to drop that. Nah. Right? There's a lot of people that are like, oh man, they're gonna. I don't think that I mean, the vaccines think, are all different too, bro. I think that they have yeah, like I definitely, they set out a definitely. bunch and they knew that X amount would do this, X amount would do this, X amount would do this. Strategical. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and then some of it honestly is back to what Obama said, where he said that. You know, it was testing. I, I honestly, it, it was a big, mm-hmm. it was a global test. They wanted to see what, what it did. Cause you don't know until you start testing on humans. Right. And I think it was a global test. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that's true. And this, this clip, it's uh, talking about mysterious fiber uh, clots are being found in corpses recently. Several embalmers across the country told the Epic Times they've been observing strange fibrous clots in corpses they work with. They report the phenomenon started either in 2020 or 2021. They say the clots stand out because they're exceptionally big, at a maximum as long as a human leg and as thick as a pinky finger. The embalmers also say that clots in corpses have become much more common. One embalmer said he finds them in 50 to 70 percent of all corpses he works with these days, up from 5 to 10 percent prior to the pandemic. It's not yet known if the new clots are caused by COVID-19, the vaccines, or something different. However, many of the embalmers say from what they've found, it seems like the clots are connected to the vaccine. Some doctors speculate that the spike protein used in the vaccines can cause string-like structures which the body doesn't break down. The clots found are lacking iron, potassium, magnesium, and zinc, which according to experts shows that these aren't just normal post-mortem clots. Because normal human blood always has those nutrients. See, so it's something to definitely look into. <laughs> it's interesting. No, it's real interesting, man, because is it a byproduct of something somebody took before they died? Or is this just something completely different? What if it's something going on in the embalming fluid or, or, or something else? Uh, we don't know. And whatever it is... Um, it could be some sort of testing we don't know about. Oh yeah, for sure. We, 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 like you said, we don't know, like, uh, we don't know what's coming from it. for all we know, it could be from some other things that are like being put into our food or, you know what I mean? Like different substances because none of that's being tested at all. And what I've told a lot of people that don't necessarily believe in like conspiracy, you know, people are like, Oh man, you think everything's a conspiracy. What I tell people is I go, Hey man, if they were giving straight answers, then maybe we could have a discussion about it. But they shut down the discussion. Not even just don't give us, they give us bullshit answers and shut down the discussion. And then people get mad at us for speculating. So then you're going to get wild speculations because people are not getting answers. So they're going to try to figure it out on their own. And some trails lead you one way that you might get the answers, but maybe lead you a way that's not necessarily the answers. But again, that's, designed on purpose that's their fault because they are not giving us information why do you think people are investigating 9-11 still it's jfk they come up with these speculations because you're not giving any evidence you're not giving any truth you're not being real to people so they're going to look for it on their own absolutely man and, and that's part of the problem because if you're not giving someone straight answers and somebody's a critical thinker they're going to start looking for those answers. And sometimes they'll look in the wrong places. And sometimes those places are <coughs> QAnon are contrived by the people that don't want you to get to the actual answers. So they will sprinkle a lot of truth in with a lot of falsities and then drag you down a bunch of trails that you don't need to be down.
Yeah, and and there's a reason for that. And my belief is they want to create this domestic terrorist situation. Like, here's an article I have. Facebook spied on private messages of Americans who questioned 2020 election. Facebook has been spying on the private messages and data of American users and reporting them to the FBI if they express anti-government or anti-authority sentiments or question the 2020 election. So that is what I believe the whole psychological operation was about, is to create this narrative of a domestic terrorist. And I'm sure people are like, man, I'm going to be keep hammering home. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, you're going to keep hearing me probably talk about more of this because I believe that's what it was about. It was about trying to get people to fit into this little uh, box, right? Like, and, and it's not just for them. That's the thing that they don't understand. That's just the right wing version of it. They are also doing the left wing versions of it. Like, you know, they've had doing that little by little. You got like the Unabomber, you know, with the manifestos, things like that. And they're doing other things. There was also like a bomb threat uh, to Meta. Meta, someone called it a bomb threat to Meta. Uh, they are doing that. Or, or the people that are going to the uh, the Supreme Court justices' houses, things like that. Like They are going to be considered that. They are painting the picture for both useful idiots to be domestic terrorists. Antifa. So that way we can't do... Yeah, Antifa. Another perfect example. To me, they go, they correlate together. They're, they think they're doing the right thing and they're being fed that they are, but at the end of the day, they will be made an example of so people go, oh yeah, that's what a domestic terrorist looks like and it won't be just uh, right wing it's going to be left right middle it's going to be anybody that challenges authority that's what people don't understand if you challenge authority that it that's goes back to the whole monarch thing you know what i mean where they want to be like hey don't question do you know what i mean do what we say get the fucking shot go get your update your upgrade you know recharge your immunity and i think that's what it's all about but i think before we get out of here we got to do one uh i think one of the uh more entertaining um subjects of of the week breaking overnight the ceo of my pillow mike lindell says the fbi seized his cell phone in the drive-thru of a hardy's fast food restaurant in minnesota the move appears to be connected to the justice department's investigation into attempts to overturn the 2020 election lindell is a loyal trump supporter who has promoted conspiracy theories about the election he claims the agents served him with a subpoena and questioned him about voting machines they got him at Hardee's? First of all, I want to say this, and uh, I hope people don't take offense yeah. to this. I want to be like straight up. Hardee's is trash, bro. I'm from California. We have Carl's Jr. They don't even got the Western bacon cheeseburger. That's that's just disgraceful. But besides that, they, so they just pulled him over from the drive-thru. They're like, hey, there's Lindell. Get him. Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, the Lindell thing has always fascinated me, right? Like how this guy is getting involved with like all the stuff. And I know how you feel about it. You think he's a useful idiot. And and there's a good, I, I, I can sign up for that too. I, I kind of lean towards, so he knows what's going on. I think he's involved. He's got too much money and he's involved too much with yeah. Trump and them. And I think he knows his part. I think he plays his part well. And the fact that people have gravitated to this guy is beyond belief. Like this dude, sells pillows y'all like it's not like he's like some political yeah. genius you know what i mean like this guy sells pillows 
And I yeah, what what attracts people to them, in my opinion, is because you know he he has that book where he's yeah. spoke about how he's an ex crack addict, and then he turned his life around with Christianity. Right. And I think people really resonate with that and that message, and that's almost why, like, whether he's a useful idiot or not, right. I feel like that is why he was strategically placed mm-hmm. into Trump's camp because of that aspect. Because it's same thing with QAnon, all, all these little like fractions of what Trump does, uh, they're trying to play off this Christianity movement where they're trying to like, and, and, and I think it's disingenuous in my Absolutely. opinion. Like what I see, I think it's disingenuous that they're trying to like play people because they know like, Hey, that's my faith. That's what I believe in. That's what I'm trying to do. And I think that they're trying to go, yeah, we are too. Right. But then like when you kind of really we get through the weeds, you're like, ah, they're not really on the same side as we well, are. And that's the thing, me being a Christian and seeing that it goes right back to the church being infiltrated since, you know, right after you know, Christ left, like when the church like started being built slowly, but surely the church connected with the state. Then you had Catholicism and then obviously like Protestants are no better. It infiltrated all of it. So I think that's part of it. I think you got like Trump and you got, you know, Lindell and you got all these names and they all profess Christianity. So they're, they're selling to that crowd, right? They're selling to some good people too, right? But people are falling for it because they just can't wrap their mind around like, the system as a whole being infiltrated and controlled. They have to believe in a savior, man. And which really blows my mind with Christians. Cause it's like, you got one savior, right? <laughs> like that's, you, you got the right guy. Quit worrying about these people who don't give a shit about you. They really don't. They care about their money, care about their pockets, whether Lindell's useful idiot or whether he's part of the system, which I, I could like, again, I could sign up for what you said. Maybe he is a good dude, deep down and maybe he is trying to do the right thing and they're like yeah well we're gonna you know manipulate this guy i have a hard time believing though if you're that deep in and you've been doing it for this long that at some point that god wouldn't wake you up to the fact that they're using you you know what i mean i feel like there's some point to where that would happen um that's why i lean towards the other way but again you know who knows man maybe god's got him in a situation there and he's like i'm gonna use you to tear it up and you don't even know yet you know what i mean you don't know you don't know man we don't know how god works bro but it is a hilarious scenario, though. You're like the pillow guy is in Hardy's uh, uh, <laughs> in the drive through. Like the only thing they left out is what he ordered. You know, I'm surprised they, they were like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't mention that because usually they mention weird facts like that. And I mean, I liked how they threw in the little conspiracy thing because everything's a conspiracy, which I will defend one thing about like the uh, right, the people on the right. I won't just say the cute people, but the people on the right uh, that are talking about election fraud, you know. Uh, they're they're being chastised as conspiracy theorists when you're like, dude, the left has been doing that the whole time. Yeah. Like Gore, Hillary. I mean, there, there's ton, uh, there's tons and tons of supercuts of where they're like, oh, this election was stolen. <laughs> now you can't say the it, whole but it's, Trump it, election. I get it to change the time. They didn't stop yeah. until, and they still talk about it. They still talk about him getting in in 2016. Yeah. And I, there was speaking of. KJP again. Um, she was challenged 
at a at a press conference here recently and asked why is it okay for everyone to say Trump stole the election in 2016 because she came out and said it in a tweet and they asked why is it okay for you and a bunch of other people to say that but for people to question this election it's not okay and of course she went to flubbling around like she always says like well it's different it's so now it's no different it's the same thing you guys just twist the narrative in any way you can to say like listen I am wholeheartedly going to tell you I think the Trump election was a scam. I think they got him in there. They knew what they were doing, and it was rigged, too. I just think they're all rigged. So that's my personal opinion. But to say that one election's rigged and one isn't, and that goes for both sides, because you know Anons go nuts. Like, well, they, it was a, it, it, they didn't know all these people were going to come out and vote for him. They didn't know Trump, like, oh, we, we won. Like, first off, you can't say this one tiny election out of the past. I don't know how many and then the one after were all rigged, but that one wasn't rigged. That's that disc that's that cognitive dissonance, man, that I just can't get down with that crowd. They just they it's like they just can't get out of their own way. It's like, man, you're so close. You're so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the right idea. <laughs> right. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. That's why I give them a pass on some stuff because I'm like well, you're right about that, like for sure. Like these things you're right about, but God, here you go again. You're putting up Trump on a cross and he died for your sins. Like, <laughs> And that's why I'll say like, that's why I think we point out it's more like the Anon people because it is. I would say that there are a lot of right, right people that like don't really care either way. The actual conservative people that are just like, hey, I don't really like they feel like and they have a good argument they're like well the the economy was better under trump now i have different arguments i could go you know against that but i could go okay i understand very valid point right like things were doing good in your life and that's how we kind of see the spectrum of things things were doing good in your life and now they're they're kind of going haywire with this new i get it like those people i can reason with it's like i said anybody that's too far gone right. on either side sure. it's like you can't really you can't really get any good information hey, or a good conversation and there's a lot of good people on the left i know a man that are kind of sure. more in that middle ground man that are like eh, things ain't going too well right now you know what i mean they'll even tell you like ah, yeah like it wasn't going great before though either and i can totally agree with them them with that too so i get it they, they just their ideology it's what matches up for them personally and it's what they felt was the best for them at the time and that's why they vote these ways but that goes back to that whole like why are you motherfuckers even voting for these people like if you know that it's not going to get any better like why don't you do something to actually change it like i i just don't i can't get down with that mentality that's why i don't vote and i won't vote until the system changed and i don't know if that's ever going to happen so who knows <laughs> yeah well they just got to get out of the team mentality where right. they're like yeah we're winning like hey, it's fourth quarter <laughs> it was fourth quarter it looked like biden wasn't gonna see it but man he had fucking uh Ducey was trying to get him you know what i mean and then jkp going to the left and then he had pete Buttigieg at the handoff you know what i mean and he was able <sighs> to get to that first down and it's like this constant like and dude like my whole thing with Ducey is like it's the Doosty Dynasty. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. He's funny. Don't get me wrong. I, I get it. Oh, yeah. But he's pure entertainment. He's just the right form of mm -hmm. entertainment, man. That's all that he's ever been. And people don't understand. They think he's like, you know, cracking the book on the left. And I'm like, bro, he's been implemented to be that guy at those press conferences. You got to have that guy that's going to push. You know what I mean?
But he has no chin, man. He's just no, like, a, no. like he looks like a he looks like a Dilbert character. You know what I mean? like, said Dilbert. That's great. I will never look at him the same now. I'll be like fucking Dilbert. He just he just looks weird to me. I, I always see these guys, but uh, yeah, he you know his dad is uh he's part of the Ducey dynasty. His dad was a, a he's a legacy guy too. Mm-hmm. So like I always like kind of look at those guys. Yeah, uh, legacy guys. You know, a little bit. Be careful. Oh yeah, man. They're they're part of that. You know. Operation Mockingbird is just as much as anybody else. Oh, I guess we're just going to have to kill those Mockingbirds. Yeah, bro. You know how we do it here. (laughs) Well, if you guys are looking for us, you know to follow us on Operation Kill the Mockingbirds on Instagram. Van Tesla Music on Instagram. Uh, You can follow Sean Chris Music on Instagram. Or go to the Telegram, Kill the Mockingbirds. And don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a five-star review. I mean, we've got a couple negative ones. Those ones are cool, too. We appreciate those, you know. I mean, we get, especially making more constructive criticism. I don't mind a little bit of stuff. But, hey, really appreciate all the positive feedback we've been getting. And, yeah, just keep sharing the show, uh, listening to the music, and getting everything out there. And I'm going to repeat it again. Go to change.org. Bring back Saki Bomb. If you have a tough time finding it, go to my link tree slash Bantelson Music. It'll be the top link to get to. I want to see people signing up for this. I want to see 100 people to start with. And I want to see some of the best responses added. I want some great comments added. Because I feel like we can get this ginger back in. And she will do a better job than KJP has ever thought about doing. So I need that to happen. Just know this. When you support her, you support me. And you support gingers all across the world. And I think we're going to end like today with uh, Van Tessa's new uh, single, uh, Photosynthesis. So you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Bra, bra. Bird killers. Bird killers. The complexities of growth. Family foundations right now are on a tightrope. And the cloaks around the table love to see our eyes closed. Every eyelid open is equivalent to a lifetime. Van Tesla. This what it felt like to make love again. Got me staring at the sun again. I'm just trying to be a better man. But it got me out here playing weather. We know the memo. I stay on ten toes. You see the info. But I know the MO. We back to normal We know that for Sure, let's pack the four I'm running on fumes, no fossils Swimming them up with no capsules Take to the bank with no commas Scars cling to my paws on the cliff Mufasa, but the pain Causes growth But side fire Mind like a monk, but I move like a viking Your politicians or saviors are siding Why are you looking around so surprising? When it goes to don't wanna get into that language Going right to left like a manga Then left to right day in anguish My bird lies a little different Yours don't make me better than you though Cause it took me time to see the truth To see the end game like a Russo But that don't mean a bad thing Cause when we come together indestructible Shooting out the dirt Stretching out my roots Rising from the earth The sun and my pursuit The rain shining on me What it feel like to make love again Got me staring at the sun again 
I'm just trying to be a better man But it got me out here playing weatherman This what it feel like to make love again Got me staring at the sun again I'm just trying to be a better man But it got me out here playing weatherman Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.